Buff Nation. Welcome in to DMVR Buffs Primetime. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour from 36 p.m. every day. My name is Jake Schwann. It's joined by RK. How you doing, Ryan? I'm good. Uh, it was nice. You know, I'm happy for Georgia getting to uh, get the last national championship before the Buffs <laughs> win five in a row. They're coming. They're coming, man. <laughs> We're coming. Um, yesterday was awesome. Even though the game sucked, we actually, I feel like us as Buffs people, Buffs fans, we got a bunch of content and great things to talk about. It's so true. It was jam-packed. Um, the only thing that sucked is that as soon as Coach Prime got on the set of College Game Day, uh, old Nicky got insecure <laughs> and started hogging the mic. Yep. He barely let Coach Prime talk. Well, David Pollock also uh, said at halftime that George has taken over college football, and Coach Saban was a... I couldn't believe he looked (laughs) Coach Saban in the eyes and said that. (laughs) I know he went to Georgia. I don't know if you knew that, but... uh, So, obviously, like, he he is a little bit more, uh, you know, he has that friendly rivalry with him, I'm sure. But, my God, I was like, oh, great, now Alabama's going to, you know, go on a tear. I think uh, the biggest takeaway that, well, we'll get to the biggest takeaway, but it uh, seems like the Coach Prime and Coach Saban relationship is doing pretty well. It is doing just fine. Just fine. Uh, let's get into the news then. The big topic to come out of Coach Prime's appearance on College Game Day before the Natty was about Week Zero and about the TCU game. Um, it seems like the Buffs are going to be playing Week Zero, and the TCU game is not going to be the first game of the season. It is still going to be played fairly early on, but Arizona State. Yes. Uh, my first reaction to this, Jake, was I'm going to be in trouble because I'm supposed to go to a <laughs> wedding that weekend. Um, so everyone pray for me. Um, <laughs> that doesn't mean I'm not going to the game. Trust me. Right. I'm going to the game, but it's just about how much shrapnel and crossfire I'm going to have to make it through before I get there. Um, my second reaction to this was Why? Why does this make sense? Because I originally thought they were trying to get out of playing TCU. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. I would love to not have to play TCU. I'd rather play, you know, a tune-up school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that does not seem like a Coach Prime move to not me. Not at all. And lo and behold, that is not a Coach Prime move to try and get out of competition. Um, but there are a few reasons as to why they would make this move. To, to play Arizona State in week zero. And I think I'll start with the one that I believe is the driving force behind all of this. The Pac-12 is in the middle, middle of a media rights negotiation. Mm-hmm. Um, there were rumors of an Amazon Prime partnership, which what was the number thrown around? Uh, 80 million per school. 80 million per school per year? Per year. The, this So they're still on a deal running through this year. It's setting it up for 2024 and beyond. Okay. So... As they are in this media rights negotiation, the Big 12 was holding the rights to one of the Pac-12's most valuable games. And that, of course, is Coach Prime's debut with the Buffs. All eyes are going to be on Colorado all season, really. Mm -hmm. But everyone wants to see what did Coach Prime pull off in Boulder? How does Shador look in the Power Five? Travis Hunter, what's he going to do? I mean, these are household names at this point, obviously, Coach Prime is a household name, but even Shador and Travis Hunter have become household names, if not for people who are fans of football, for people who just watched the Amazon Prime documentary. So there is so much interest in this that the Pac-12, I feel very confident in saying, the Pac-12 said, whoa, 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 whoa. We cannot let the Big 12 get to claim those numbers as their own. We got to make those our own. So... They, I'm sure they went through their options of how they can get that back. And obviously the, the best option is for Colorado to play a week zero game. It didn't necessarily have to be against a Pac-12 opponent, but it probably is what makes the most sense. Right. And the Pac-12 regains those rights to an extremely, extremely valuable game. And so even though it's not going to play a direct role in the, you know, the, the, negotiations that are going on right now and in terms of whoever buys it doesn't get that Mm -hmm. it will still be very powerful and portray 
what kind of numbers the Pac-12 can get under coach under in the coach prime era. For sure. Um, just on the schedule as a whole, the non-conference schedule is scheduled. It's we have dates. Saturday, September second, they're playing TCU. Saturday, September 9th, they're playing Nebraska. September sixteenth, they're playing Colorado State. Don't think you can really move those games, which is why we're seeing a Pac-12 conference game be moved to Week Zero. Um, and I reached out to someone in the program. We should be getting word on the schedule within the next two, three weeks, maybe even sooner than that, for everything to be finalized. Um, so stay tuned there. But the and other, go ahead. Really quick in the comments, S2S Buffs said Fox and ABC are going to have a bidding war on the rights for this broadcast. I actually don't know how that works um, because they're adding a new game. I don't mm -hmm. know. Essentially, I guess it would go l like any other week where I think Fox gets the first dibs on Pac-12 games. Mm -hmm. So essentially they're going to get it. I don't think they're going to have to reach into their pockets to pay extra for this game right. that they would have already had the rights to had it happen in week six or whenever. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing about this game is where it's going to be played. We've heard a lot about, I mean, this is speculation right now, but neutral site's been thrown out there. It would make sense for Coach Prime's first game because I'm sure it's going to be a madhouse. And if you're Arizona State... Two parts about that. One, Arizona State does not want to lose a home game. So a lot of people are throwing out Vegas. I think Glendale at Cardinal Stadium is probably a more realistic option. But two, um, they don't want a stadium full of, Sun Devil Stadium full of Buffs fans because you know they're going to travel for that game. That is true. So blow up the stadium a little bit, allow everyone to come in, and Arizona State kind of but doesn't really lose a home game. Well, and there's a few things that go into this. Um, first of all is the weather. Mm -hmm. It's already hot enough in September. Yeah. Um, but you move it back into August, which it's, there might not even be that much of a difference, but a week zero game in Tempe, no dome mm -hmm. is arguably dangerous. And it'd have to be at like 10 PM. Exactly. It probably would be at the earliest 8 PM local time. Mm -hmm. Um, but even then, it would be odd for the Buffs, who might who may have been going to Arizona State in November, mm -hmm. for all we know, um, to agree to say, yeah, we'll play it in uh, 120 degrees on the field. So, would be would be surprised if that's the case. That being said, ASU, you know, it's their home game, so they're going to have a lot of say in this. Glendale makes the most sense to me. You yep. stay local for your fans. Um, you open up a larger chunk uh, of seats for Buffs fans who are going to be traveling, Coach Prime fans who are going to be traveling. Yep. And since it's your home game, you don't have to split the money. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like when Colorado and Colorado State play at um, Mile High, it's a split revenue situation. You know, that's, why, that's one of the reasons you play a neutral site and why both sides come to that agreement. ASU wouldn't have to change any sort of agreement. They can keep all the money and probably make um, a bunch more money on the whole. Mm -hmm. uh, just a couple things I want to make clear. The TCU game is still happening because I got a bunch of tweets when we put out that, or I put out that tweet yesterday that I'm trying to look for hotels. Like I thought I was, this was going to happen on this day. I'm 99.9% .9 sure it's still going to happen uh, on September 2nd. And Coach Prime never said that game might not happen. Yes. He was just said... The question was, oh, you're scouting for your season opener. And he said, well, we'll see about that. Right. And then they said, okay, well, let us know if it doesn't happen. And he didn't say, he just said, well, Arizona State might happen. Right. Um, and then Herb Street on the broadcast said mm -hmm. the week zero thing, which made a lot more sense. Right. Um, and, and started to, you know, help us piece this together. Yep. A uh, couple other takeaways from his appearance on College Game Day. He was decked out in CU gear, man. Amazing. Amazing. Um, Obviously, Nick Saban is Nick Saban. He doesn't need to brand any harder right. <laughs> for Alabama. But it was an interesting contrast of Saban's there. He's arrived. Coach Prime is trying to bring CU to that level. And he knew there would be millions of eyeballs on those television screens last night. And he said, I'm putting on the Coach Prime logo. But more importantly, I'm putting on the Buffs logo to put this in front of as many people as possible to get as many new eyes on the University of Colorado and that logo. So when that logo comes to them in the mail and they see it, they've, you know, they've already internalized 
um, what it means and who it is and what it you know what that stands for. Uh, yeah, he had a funny line when he first got on. He's like, "I didn't get the memo about suits and ties, yeah. but he, I'm he sure was, he did." Well, <laughs> even if he did or didn't, he uh, he sent a message and it was received. Yeah, um, absolutely. Shout out to the Crawford Club, also representing at the national championship game with the Buffs flag. Um, I learned that apparently they have this box in SoFi, yes. and they showed up for the Super Bowl last year too sure with did. the Buffs flag. Um, so Buffs Na- Buff Nation is representing hard right now. Yeah, and it was really cool to see completely unplanned. Coach mm-hmm. Prime is on the field. This was, you know, not to jump the gun, but in the yep. well-off video, Coach Prime is on the field talking about how we got to get here. And just seconds later, you see the guys looking through the box yeah. wearing their Coach Prime gear. They couldn't afford anything. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I guess we're here. <laughs> um, you mentioned it, but also his first tweet after Georgia won the national championship when, I mean, they won it. Uh, probably what 15 minutes into the game but uh, after the game when it was official his first tweet just said i believe hashtag coach prime at cu buffs football love it he's ready man love it i mean it's got to be a motivating thing to be there and feel that atmosphere and see all the fans going crazy and Mm -hmm. all those things like tcu is a much smaller school than georgia um and they packed their side of the uh, of the mm-hmm. building. Like, it just it's got to be inspiring to see. Like, oh my god, look how many people were brought together and uplifted by this run from this team. Right. Um, I just thought it was an interesting contrast between TCU and Georgia. Just how they built their teams. Of course, Georgia, one of the most, I mean, notable uh, biggest brands in college football, and owned the recruiting rankings. We talked a lot about TCU and how they built their team through the transfer portal, and it was a graphic that was put up in like the fourth quarter or something. Where surprised you made it that long? Well, I did watch the whole game. I'm <laughs> disgusting, I know. Um, but uh, I had to go over the Nuggets game. Uh, well, at least you had an excuse. I yeah. was just like kind of mourning the death of football season. <laughs> um, but the recruiting rankings at one point were side by side, and you saw Georgia's, and it was all top fives. TCU, it was like 25, 28, 45. But I just thought that was interesting because Coach Prime is trying to do both. He's trying to build through the transfer portal now, but he's setting this program up to be a top 10, top 5 recruiting year-in, year-out type of program where, I mean, these are national championship winning programs once you get up that high. Yeah. I mean, you'll you'll probably never see CU again take over 20 transfers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the... the haters i guess i'll I'll use i need a better word for these people um but are like trying to take down the accomplishment of being the number one recruiting class by saying things like well yeah of course you should be the number one transfer class if you have 21 commits and it's like first of all only 12 of those 21 have even been rated that are being counted for that at Mm -hmm. this point um not that it matters and second of all they keep moving the goalposts on Coach Prime because at first it was, oh, yeah, we'll see how he does there. Now it's, oh, number one transfer class in the country. Well, yeah, of course, he got a lot of transfers. It's like, yeah, he had to get a lot of transfers because <laughs> the roster was garbage and he had to flip it over. Yep. So, you know, you this year more than ever, it is super, super important to hit that transfer portal because you can't build a whole team out of freshmen. Mm-hmm. So you got to get guys with experience in college football and the Pac-12 and Power 5, wherever you can get them from to put men on the field yep. while at the same time starting to build that platform because in the future, you know, next year, this incoming freshman class is going to start playing a lot more. Yep. Then you're going to go and nail down that recruiting class. There's going to be less scholarships available. You're not going to be running guys out of town every year like you kind of have to right now. So right. Uh, Transfer Portal is the number one key to immediate turnaround and he's Nailed that. Mm-hmm. But you build your program, you build your culture through recruiting classes and getting ballers who are coming out of high school. Yep. As um, Coach Brew would say. Yes. Plenty more news to talk about. But before that, uh, make sure you guys hit that thumbs up and also get your questions in. We'll have Kale star them for the end of the show. But I want to tell you all about DraftKings Sportsbook, which is the go-to place for betting on wild card round. They're an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Um, right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. All you need to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use code DMVR. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get 200 in free bets instantly. 
Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DMVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Also, shout out to Breckenridge Brewery. Uh, the Mile High City Golden Ale is out. We're having our retro party on Friday when the Nuggets take on the Clippers. It's a Breck slash Nuggets watch party. It's a collab. Uh, we're going to have a bunch of great deals going on. Drink specials, uh, $6 Mile High City Golden Ale drafts. Uh, first dibs on Breck slash DMVR shirt collabs. There's going to be giveaways. It's retro themed. As I mentioned, the Nuggets play at eight against the Clippers. If you want to check out um, any of Breckenridge Brewery's great lists of beers, go to their beer locator at www.breckbrew.com to find a Breck brew near you. All right. Some more news to kind of digest. Um, this is from today. But Coach Prime was on Pat McAfee's show. Great interview as always. What a show. Um, I didn't see that yet, but that show is just highly entertaining. It's fantastic. After we get to this, there's a story he shared that uh, I thought was interesting too. But Coach Prime was asked about um, just building his coaching staff and the caliber of his coaching staff, and he ended up saying, Mike Zimmer is going to walk through that door at any moment. Willie Taggart is going to walk through that door at any moment. I, I love this stuff. I can't believe it. It, it is insane. Um, the staff that he was able to put together. But I also just love that he's not afraid to say things. Mm -hmm. Football coaches on the whole, and really just athletics coaches on the whole, are so secretive. Mm -hmm. They don't want anything getting out until it's official, and they're afraid of this and afraid of that, and they would never allow a camera and a team meeting and and all this (laughs) stuff. And Coach Prime is just... As he would probably put it, he has nothing to hide. Yep. So that's why he doesn't mind a camera following him around all the time. Um, but at the same time, he's just like, why would I? Ca- why do I have to curate every message and make sure it's perfect? Um, and it's one of the things that I actually wanted to talk to Bucky about when we hopefully get him on this show. Is just like the thought process that went into because in one of the videos he talks about how he's never edited a video on a computer. Right edits it on his phone, gets it out because it's all, you know, I loved what he said. We don't post uh, today's content tomorrow. We yep. post today's content today. That was like, I want to like put that on, uh, on like a quote graphic and paste it up <laughs> in this building. Um, but I wanted to just talk to him about the decision-making process behind that because I think it kind of goes into a whole larger thing that like with Coach Prime, like you don't need to have a fancy graphic on Twitter to announce every decision. Like right. if, if uh, Mike Zimmer's coming, he's coming Yep. and you just say it. And I love it. I love that. It's like a no frills. Not everything has to be dressed up and, you know, curated perfectly. I'm just so happy. He said that because I haven't been able to say that publicly. Mm. Uh, I was told not to by coach prime, but uh, he said it himself. Mike Zimmer's coming. Um, I'm assuming some type of analyst role since we already have a DC and position coaches already figured out. And that's what he did at Jackson state. Willie Taggart. I don't know. Um, I would assume it'd be some sort of assistant role. Obviously, as I just said, all the major roles are filled, but his value as a recruiter, I think too, is going to be massive. And his son was visiting this last weekend too. Yeah. And there are restrictions about who can recruit based on what their title is. So mm-hmm. if they want to use him in recruiting, at least directly, um, then they'll have to make sure he has a certain title. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I heard this from Coach Prime, but I heard somewhere, too, that Darian Hagen's role is like an ambassador okay. for CU. So I don't really know what that completely entails, but um, I'm assuming he'll be doing some work on the recruiting trail. We caught up on Well Off and Coach Prime YouTube content. <laughs> it was like... Uh Catching up on a TV show. Like, yes. I just one after another after uh-huh. I was binge watching. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff. Uh, the first thing and something that was mentioned yesterday is, man, Shiloh can play the hell out of a piano. Bro, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was blown away. Mm-hmm. Absolutely blown away. He just walks up to it. He's kind of looking around like, am I allowed to do this? Yeah. <laughs> and then just, I mean, makes art come out of that yeah. thing. That was incredible. Um, what a multi-talented family. Yeah, for sure. Uh, their house hunting video was hilarious, too. Yes, <laughs> yes. The whole thing is just... Um, it's like the best reality show I've ever watched. Yes. Oh, actually, real quick, to go back to the Pat McAfee show, the story that Coach Prime mm. told. 
um, when he was a baseball player, played for, I don't know who exactly he played for, but when he played for the Cincinnati Reds at a certain point, he was talking about how much he loves Cincinnati, um, which was, I mean, interesting. Yeah, interesting. And he said that uh, at some point, he and his team reached out to the Bengals to say, like, hey, like, we, I love it here in Cincinnati. I'd rather do, if I'm going to do the two way thing, I'd rather do it in one city. But Cincinnati was so incompetent at the time, they didn't even offer him a deal or anything. He was a free agent, too? I don't know if it was a free, okay. when he was a free agent or if he was trying to get traded or something. But he said he wanted to go to Cincinnati and they weren't having it. Wow. Yeah. That is idiotic. I've been to Cincinnati. Um, uh, it's a nice place. Never like, been. Like, you know, I, I I can't really think of a like a solid big city that I've been to that I didn't enjoy in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Skyline Chili. Um, Derek Wolf, who's from Cincinnati, yes. told me it's only good if you're hammered. So, like, <laughs> I could see that. You know, like the good person I am, I only wanted to try it the right <laughs> way. So I got hammered, and then I had it, and it was good. Let's go. <laughs> um, never had it. Never been to Cincinnati. Maybe a bucket list thing. We'll see. Uh, another well-off nugget. Um, we saw some stuff from this last weekend. There, I feel weird calling it a recruiting weekend. It is a recruiting weekend, but it's transfers. Yeah, transfer only recruiting yes. weekend. Um, but he brought in his guy Johnny T for some good soul food, or from Johnny T's. Yes, uh, some good soul food straight from Jackson, Mississippi to Colorado, and he said he's going to do it again. Yes, I actually think that was in the pregame show. Okay, there it is. Um, and that was really cool to see as well. Um. What a a cool thing. Uh, obviously, great for the players to be able to enjoy that type of food. Um, also, what an opportunity for that business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, to be able to be flown out here by Coach Prime, cook for these players. Um, it just goes again to that to what I talked about where a million times. Where Coach Prime really cares about people. Uh, and you know, love obviously loves the restaurant, uh, and you know, be, built a relationship with those people. He obviously is all about relationships too, and you know, it paid off. Um, I really want to try it. Really need me some Johnny T's. Maybe we get a, a bolder Johnny T's outlet at some point. Maybe. Uh, I had one other point on that that I wanted to make. Oh, just about how I I legitimately believe. Coach Prime will have a noticeable impact on the culture in Boulder. For sure. Um, and this is just an example of like bringing something in and obviously not some, that's a small thing for it to fully permeate. But for example, the village coffee shop, the place that he did his first review at, he said, eh, only problem, no grits. No grits. Well, guess what, Jake? Since then, they've added grits <laughs> to the menu. <laughs> like little things <laughs> like that will slowly but surely permeate and it's a great thing it's a great thing i i know a lot of people were worried like oh are are people in boulder going to be welcome to this stuff i really think they will be yeah for um, sure especially the younger generation oh yeah and in my opinion it is a great great thing to um bring a little bit of uh, a little bit of southern culture and flavor to boulder for sure not just in food but in everything oh yeah um, to go back to Darian Hagen, this fell through the cracks, I guess, but this is from Adam Munster Tiger last week. Uh, looks like he is going to be an ambassador and coach Hagen tweeted out, not coaching full time, adding ambassador to the program, doing fundraising at times when coach can't be involved. Awesome. So more behind the scenes stuff. It seems like for him. Yeah. And you know, um, I, I've said it from the beginning. It's important to just keep people like Darian Hagen around. He's mm-hmm. a legend at Colorado was a starting quarterback for the national championship team. Um, it has a relationship with everyone, Jake. If you've played for CU, you know Darian Hagan. Oh, yeah. And you like Darian Hagan. Um, and I think uh, it was Jamel in the comments who said something along the lines of going to be a li- liaison to former players. Like, yeah. It is important to keep that bridge alive. Um, and, and when Dan Hawkins was here, he kind of like burnt it for no reason. And it had a, it had terrible impact on the program, but like, I don't know if coach prime necessarily has 
the time to be making sure that the bridge between the new era and the old era is still exists. Mm-hmm. Having someone like Darian Hagen is a is perfect for that role to keep you know those people coming in, bring them into practice, introduce them to Coach Prime. Those sure. sort of things uh, can only help the program. I wonder if he works closely with uh, Bus for Life NIL and stuff too. Yep, he should. He should. And I think he will. I mean, that's another group that he's very close with. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best video I watched last night, one that you have yet to catch up on, Coach Prime is on the GQ, uh, the cover of GQ. Um, he's doing yes. a lot of content for them this week. Had a photo shoot, uh, the whole nine yards. But man, this like 17-minute video that GQ put out, just Coach Prime breaking down his most iconic looks, mm. going back to you know when he was a minor league player in the Yankee system and still kind of playing college football, all the way through the end of his career. Um, it's a fantastic watch. Wow. You should have told me it was the best of all the videos. I said this was you amazing did, you when did I said, said it to you. You did say it to me and said this is amazing. I just, I would have moved it up the list. <laughs> I had like nine to catch up yeah, on. Yeah. Um, and I didn't make it to that one. Let's just think about this, Jake. In the last 24 hours, mm-hmm. Coach Prime has been on game day at the national championship. It came out that he's on the cover of GQ. Yep. Did the video you talked about, which I'm sure will do, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of views. Yep. And was on uh, CBS News Mornings this morning. I didn't catch that one. <laughs> A little too early? Yes, <laughs> much too early. <laughs> but, I mean, that is in 24 hours. The exposure for the program is remarkable. It's, it's incalculable. Mm-hmm. He is uh, a very unique individual. I'm trying to pull up this GQ... Uh, video to see how many views it has um you never know with like i like i have no idea how gq is doing on youtube <laughs> 38k views in a day okay um it's <laughs> not nearly as much as a well-off media video gets no in in the description the quote i don't follow trends i set trends i make you look down at yourself when you see me <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh i awesome. love the man um moving on oh and the pat mcafee show Yes. In 24 hours. Yep. Good comment from uh, Fushnik. Fushnik. Well done, Fushnik. Uh, Just remarkable. It's in Buff's gear in every video. Mm -hmm. Man, we coming. We coming hard. (laughs) Um, Some recruiting news. 2024 five-star wide receiver Ryan Wingo is scheduled to visit CU on January 28th. That is... Three week, two weekends from this weekend. Um, it's interesting because he has a two four seven crystal ball that hasn't pegged to Tennessee, where he's going to visit this weekend for their junior day. Um, next weekend he will be at Texas A and M, and the weekend after that's when he's at CU. He's taking the whole tour. Let's do it. Uh, like uh, like someone from On Three said um, recently, it's a it's a numbers game. Yep. You get in on enough of these. You're never going to get all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, not even Alabama gets all of them, although right. they get most of them. Um, all you need to get is a couple. So you keep, land, you keep landing visits. You keep getting in top fives. You know, Tesla is uh, announcing today. Yep. I don't know if they're going to get him, but you just keep being in the conversation. You're, it's, it, it literally is a game of numbers. Mm-hmm. You're in enough. You know, you you pull the slot lo- long enough, you're going to hit a jackpot eventually, and they're going to hit more than just a few jackpots. For sure. Um, a guy we talked about, I think, yesterday, 2024 four-star tight end, Kylan Fox. He's supposed to be visiting CU on the 21st, uh, so not this weekend, but the weekend after. His mom DM'd me because I said that uh, he has received 35 <laughs> offers. You should have kept the source. Oh, uh, anonymous, oh. but it's fine. But 57 <laughs> offers. He has I love 57 it. offers. Unbelievable. That's everyone. He has an offer from everyone. Yeah. I got you, Mama. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Kale, I sent you a tweet. Ryan already alluded to it. Isaac Tesla is scheduled to announce his commitment today. Um, let's just watch this because this is what's the what's the caption say? One hand is plenty. Thank you. I thought this was going to be a one catch video. Oh, well, it's one one it, hand. It just goes on and on and on of him making incredible catches. 
The ones from practice are yes. out of this world. Yes. Look at these things. Who does this? <laughs> that one is ridiculous. That one too. That one too. What the hell is that? That is witchcraft. Oh uh, my god. I need to see this man's hands. He's got to have massive hands. How large are they? What? The, <laughs> the ball never moves. No. That's the crazy thing. Like you see one-handed catches where guys like tap it to themselves or whatever. No. The ball hits his hand and it just stays there. So I don't know if he's gonna be a buff, but gotta give him uh gotta give him props. I'm excited to keep watching his career. Six four, sharp routes. Six four, two ten with a forty one inch vert, ten foot eight inch broad. He says he runs a four five four forty. And like thirteen inch hands. Yes. <laughs> uh was the GMAC offensive player of the year in twenty twenty two. Um, I looked it up before the show. I already forgot what GMAC stands for, but it's a JUCO conference. The Good Morning America conference. <laughs> I don't know if it's that. <laughs> I think it's like, uh, oh, I don't know. It's something Missis or Missouri Atlantic or something like that. Interesting. Greater Missouri Atlantic or something. No way. <laughs> Truly JUCO. Um, yeah. I'm on his Twitter page. He still hasn't announced. It says it's coming today. So I've got his Twitter alerts on. I'm waiting. All right. All right, um, we will. Uh, gosh, I hope that he somehow becomes a buff, just so I can see the videos of what he does in practice. Yes, and well, then of course I want to see what he does on the field. Well, maybe we're there at practice taking the videos. That is true. I keep forgetting matches. that. Again, Coach Prime, nothing to hide. Might be uh, opening up mm -hmm, practices, mm -hmm. which, by the way, has not happened at Colorado in a decade. Yeah, Coach Sanford let us in a little bit. Yep, we got to see some individual, which is nothing but we saw some seven on seven stuff and we learned who was injured and stuff so yep uh john Embry's first year at cu which i think was 2011 uh he had open practices and it has never happened since let's get back to that that'd be nice um before we get to your guys questions shout out to illegal pete's the presenting sponsor of this show they have a new menu coming out for the new year um, with an endless options of fresh ingredients, it'll fit into any diet or dietary restriction. Uh, as I mentioned off the top of the show, check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour from 3 to 6 p.m. Uh, try out a refreshing Hoplark Citra at any Illegal Pete's location. It's everything you love about a nice cold beer, except it's dry January friendly. Shout out to Illegal Pete's. Also... Welcome, Shady Rays. Oh, yeah. Uh, Shady Rays, uh, if you use code DMVR at their site, you get a buy one, get one free deal. Kick off the new year with the new gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes of premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code DMVR or visit them in-store at the Park Meadows Mall for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Uh, try for yourself. The shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Welcome, Shady Rays, to DMVR and All City. Absolutely. And well, I guess doing CHGO. Yes, DMVR, CHGO, the whole All City family. Um, do we know who makes Coach Prime's sunglasses? No, because when. <laughs> When I was looking at their page, I was trying to find some well, just I, like them. I, I thought there are some on there. I was like, does he have some shady rays in the closet? <laughs> um, so there, you know, if you want to get some some similar sunglasses, maybe the same ones. I mm -hmm. don't know. Um, check out our friends at Shady. They rays. have like the same style where it's like you know how it's like a lot of sunglasses are the two frames or the two uh, actual yep. lenses, and then you have the frames. Frame, yeah, the no but, frame. Yeah, exactly. They have those, but it's not like the mirrored ones like he has. Mm. So. Maybe one day, Shady Rays. <laughs> um, a couple things from the comments that I wanted to touch on before we get to actual like questions. Okay. Um, so someone said, did you see the Shador snowboarding video? Ooh. Speaking of talented family. Pure athlete, man. Where did he? How do you learn that? Where did he get that? I don't know. Because <laughs> like, I, I saw someone post about it, and I was like, oh, like he'll be trying to learn how to snowboard. And because the whole family said they've never seen snow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then Shador's just ripping. Yep. Which, honestly, there was like um, the two, the angel and devil on my shoulder. One is like, oh, man, he's a kid. Let him have fun. The other yep. one is like, 
<sighs> what, is, yeah. what is he doing? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, he shreds, though, man. Uh, you can throw that first one up, Kale, from Ryan J. This is a great question. RK, serious question for someone who has followed your work for decades, or for a decade. If I told you 60 days ago you would be doing daily live buff shows and there were hundreds of people watching each day what would you say thousands watching each day <laughs> yeah um i would i would i would have no idea what to say um because it's not like you'd laugh right because it's not like you could have known that there's no been there's been no games you would know there had yes. been no <laughs> games so it's not like they turned around the program in a on the field fashion i would i might have actually been able to say like they must have hired Coach Prime. Yeah. It's about the only way that we could get to where <laughs> we are today. Um, you know, people who know me, know, I, I love all Colorado sports. It's Colorado sports is, you know, my passion. Um, but the Buffs is, are and have always have are and have always been um, my first love. Mm -hmm. So this is, you know, like it's been more work for me to do these shows every day and it just doesn't feel like it at all this is this is all fun for me it's it's like a dream legitimately yep. yeah not gonna lie during the season like when i had my one weekly live show i'd be like damn man what am i supposed to talk about on this show today and then i don't even have to i do have to plan a show but it's just content just keeps coming in it's crazy right you just have to pick from what's available and organize it yeah whereas before it was like you're trying to plant seeds to, yes. to grow anything <laughs> yes um it's it's a it's a really 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 cool thing yeah fantastic a uh, bunch of people in the comments saying that um coach prime and his family have vacationed to colorado and i guess hit the slopes a lot so maybe that's where shador kind of learned it just doesn't add up with coach prime saying well, he's never stepped on snow we'll have to ask <laughs> him uh shador directly then where he learned yeah. how to snowboard soon enough all right what do we got kale where do you get that shirt you have on? DMBRlocker.com, man. Yep. Uh, we got this Ralphie Sco one. We got the primetime ones. We got the regular DMBR ones. Yep. We got um, damn near everything and yep. much, much more to oh, come, yeah. especially on a buffs front. Um, really want to get working with the players, start doing stuff with them. Um, we'll just have more, more shirts. I think we need a We Come In shirt. Mm -hmm. um, so... Eight toes down. Tap in. Yeah. Eight toes down. <laughs> um, next, from my guy Jimmy. Did you see the speech to his set, to his staff by the pregame show? Um, which one exactly? The one to the support staff. Did you catch that one? It was three or four deep on the pregame show. I might have missed that one then. I got to go back. It was interesting. Um, shades of the conversation with the players the first mm -hmm. time. Um, but a little different. But he laid it out there and was like look there there are people, way too many people in this building have gotten comfortable with losing mm -hmm. uh, and it's just not going to be like that um, and he really laid out his expectations for everyone there and he said if you don't meet the expectations you're going to be gone like yep. but don't be he was essentially like don't be afraid that that's going to happen mm -hmm. um just don't let don't let it happen you know he was talking about you know the cafeteria staff and he's like you guys are the first thing the players see when they come in here every day. Like, I need you guys with smiles on your faces, welcoming them. He also said, we can't have a line. Can't have lines for people to get food. That's crazy. But, yep. like, just going through one by one and just laying out um, what he expects. And I respect that a lot because you cannot succeed no matter what you're doing, uh, if, especially if you're working for someone, if you don't know what they expect from you, right? If you're constantly trying to th think about what they probably expect from you, you just won't you won't be able to succeed. If someone comes in and tells you exactly what they want from you and exactly how they need it, then it's just up to you to execute it. Mm -hmm. um, but but great leaders in companies, businesses, sports organizations, whatever, tell people exactly what they need from them, exactly what they expect from them, and leave it up to them to meet those expectations. Did you watch the uh, Tim Brewster speech? I did. That man is just pure flames. He's, he's fired up, man. Um, he's unbelievable. There's a tidbit in there that I had not thought about. What's that? That Coach Prime is the only coach in America who's an NFL Hall of Famer. I guess now uh -huh. uh, Ed Reed, but in Power right. 5, yeah. 
Uh, it's just Coach Prime. Mm-hmm. Well, that fits into this question I got on Twitter. How many former NCAA slash NFL head coaches would be on this staff that they joined? He said seven. Let's go through it. I mean, uh, we have Sean Lewis. We have Tim Brewster. Um, who else do we have? We have Mike Zimmer. Yep. Uh, Willie Taggart. So that's four. Um, Dancy. Dancy. That's, f- well, FCS, but. Oh, okay. Well, I- he said NCAA. So, yeah, that counts. Um so five, yeah, pretty damn good number, man. That's a crazy number, uh, and <clears throat> I think it's a number that actually some some people would be concerned about from an ego standpoint. And I just don't think that's going to be a problem. No, here. I don't think so either. There's no. Let's just say um, Sean Lewis was the coach, and he brought in all of these people. There, I would worry a little bit because he's a young, kind of up-and-coming coach. Right. Where a Mike Zimmer, not to name him directly, but someone like a Mike Zimmer might be saying, this guy has no idea what he's doing. Mm -hmm. And start to kind of try to, hey, you're doing this wrong. This is how I did it when I... No one is going to uh, act that way towards Coach Prime. And Coach Prime, in my opinion, isn't going to run an organization in a way that makes people that have done it before question him. Mm-hmm. But pe- I guess my main point is people know their place. Right. I mean, especially with someone like Coach Prime at the helm. I mean, mm-hmm. no one's going to try and for lack of a better term, his power. Yes, out-ego him is what I was going to say. So, yes. Um, what else do we got, Kale? Any validity any validity that it could be a neutral site game in Vegas. I'm that's tough, man. We already kind of covered it, but I think that's wishful thinking from Buffs fans. Yeah. Um obviously we would all love that. Right. But I don't know how much sense it makes. I th- I think the neutral site that would make sense would be um Cardinal Stadium. Mm-hmm. Now, Jake, we haven't thought about the fact that there could be a preseason game there that weekend. Right. Yeah. Um so the NFL, I don't believe, releases that for a few months. Um, and so I guess they could work around it if they needed to. But there's other things at play. So what if they did have the game in Vegas and they just said that next year's Buffs home game against ASU is also in Vegas? Sign me up. Yeah. Uh, I just th- There's a lot that goes into it, so I just right. don't know what those negotiations would look like. Yeah. Um, someone also said, like, the Buffs – should offer to trade like two road games for a home game like that's not going to happen either um but i think vegas is on the only way vegas is at play is if for some reason asu feels like that benefits them right otherwise i just can't see why they would leave the state yep from john what's up guys any word on mr smoke signing neither the mr smokes i've seen word on Mm -mm. glossier or uh smoke buoy Yes, the running back smoke mm-hmm. um, did post like a buff up. Yeah. Cool pic- set of pictures, but yep. nothing yet. From NWP Mitchell, does the house hunting video and complaining about cost of living hurt recruiting? I agree. It is insane. It is insane, but I don't know. Definitely doesn't hurt recruiting, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, maybe recruiting coaches. <laughs> yeah. Well, it seems like all Andre Hart said he's got a house already. He's well, already figured it out. Good for him. Um, it doesn't hurt recruiting because the players don't have to pay for their living when they're out here. Right. Um, that's one thing that I think a lot of times gets lost in the college football discussion, Jake, is that, of course, we could compensate the players more mm-hmm. for what they do. But I lived with football players when I was in college. And they get a stipend every month from the athletic program to pay for their rent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know in my specific case, we had, we found a great deal on the place we were living in. So my roommate was like pocketing money each month yeah. off of his uh, rent stipend. Back then, I want to say it was like 1200 bucks a month. I'm sure it's gone up oh, significantly yeah. since then. Um, so the players don't have to pay for their living when they're out here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't think that that would even cross their minds. Um, this is a great question for, I was going to say, what other positions need to be addressed the most with transfers in your opinion? One, I think is running back at this point. Um, and then Boo Carter, to your point about, uh, 
Kavasi Smoke, he put out that hype tweet, right? Buff mm-hmm. up. Boo Carter put out a tweet. Uh, let's see who has the best fan base. So go hit him up on Twitter. Let him know he's got the buffs in his top five with Ohio State, Oregon, Tennessee, and Michigan. We're going to have a hard time in terms of numbers. Yeah. Um, Buff Nation shows up on Twitter, though. We absolutely do. Um, what was I going to say about... I don't know. I lost my train of thought. Sorry. That's all good. Next one, Kale. From our guy, Sean. Wonder if y'all drew any inspiration of what the Buffs D could be by watching Georgia last night. Charles Kelly will bring that same 3-4 multiple scheme of defense that he as well as Kirby have under Nick Saban. Um, I mean, you hit it there. It's multiple. I don't think we learned necessarily anything last night just because that was a complete ass beating. Can we get some Jalen Carters and Keely Ringos? That'll make me feel... uh really good about how our defense is going to look. Yeah. Um, and the wide receivers that they continue to just pump out too. Mitchell, I think his name was. I don't know. He had an insane touchdown grab in the corner of the end zone. They all, uh, I felt like uh, Lad McConkey was going off. Lad McConkey, the yeah. Brock Bowers. He was the best draft prospect in that game last night. Bro, what is he? He's a unicorn. <laughs> I, you're, you're not supposed to move like that when you're no. that big. Um, he is unbelievable, though. From from his freshman, he was doing this stuff last year too. He would be maybe a, a, a top fifteen pick if he went in this year. Might be top five, honestly, man. He is he's insane. He'd be Does better it, than any tight end coming out in this class. The only tight end you ever see that team is just scheming ways to get him the ball, like screens and you know uh, end arounds and all sorts of stuff. I mean, you'll see a team throw that stuff in there. I think as like a wrinkle. Rick but no, this is, yeah, this is like a. <laughs> We have to get the ball in his hands because he's so dynamic. Yep. And he was like, sh- I don't know if he was hurt, but he was kind of like shut down against Ohio State. And then he just comes out and has this fantastic game against TCU. Beast. He's an animal. Um, any chance DMVR Locker can add some youth slash baby buff clothing options as well? We have some littles that need the prime swag and some shady rays <laughs> from Qu- Christopher. Um, that's a question <sighs> for you. It's a tough one. We've dabbled in that before in... I, I guess I'll let you guys go behind the curtain a little bit. When we create something, we have to create a certain number of it for the cost to make sense for right. us. And we weren't able to s- sell that number, of it, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. So it's like a, it's just one of those things that we there has to be a pretty large demand for us to do it. Now, there's probably a world in the future where we start just printing our own stuff mm-hmm. uh, and then we can just do anything. Right. But as of now, the demand hasn't necessarily met the stock that we've had to hold. DCB channel. Is it football season yet? I'm with you, man. We're still quite a long ways away, unfortunately. <laughs> I, I said this because um, Hank on the Broncos podcast had a terrible take today in which he <laughs> said, uh, I'm just so glad college football season is over. And I was like, actually, every day is college football season in the coach primera. Mm-hmm. So it is football season for me. Yeah, at least we have the draft, and then real postseason depression is going to start kicking in yep. come May. We're going to get to root for some uh, Jackson State guys to get drafted. Hell yeah. It'll be fun. Nugget? Um, who was the other corner? Uh, Bolden. Bolden, yes. Um, then Aubrey Miller. Aubrey Miller's declared. Um, was Shane Hooks is in the portal, I believe. Yep, he is. Dallas Daniels, I think, is eligible. There you go, so... We'll have our eyes on those guys because I don't know if the Buffs are going to have anyone drafted. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I mean, Guy Thomas and Terrence Lang may yeah. get some, like, camp invites. Yeah, I mean, I've seen guys get drafted in the late rounds that I never expected. The Broncos actually right. drafted Jawan Winfrey yeah. a few years ago. <laughs> I was like, what? He hardly he was injured the whole time. But, yeah. you know, there's some of those, like, just um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Potential plays that some – Scout somewhere fell in love right. with a kid because he saw a play or whatever. Right. Um, that's about it. You guys are incredible. You hit 200 without even. Uh, wow, we didn't even have to. Uh, now we got to start shooting for 250, yeah. and then we'll shoot for three. 203 now. Um, there you go. <laughs> 303 every time. This is your last show for a while. Yes. Yes. Uh, taking a little post Bronco season trip uh to mexico yep so only i guess the rest of this week 
um, and then the first show of next week. But I will miss you guys. Yeah, we'll miss if, you. If the Buffs get like a crazy five-star <laughs> recruit, I'll hop on from the beach. Let's go. <laughs> That'd be a great scene. Um, so no show tomorrow, guys. We'll be back on Thursday, and then we'll gear up for this weekend's massive recruiting weekend on Friday. Um, hopefully we gain some more information. As it stands right now, don't know too terribly much yet. It seems pretty spread out. There's dead periods ending. Yep. So uh, they've got three weeks really to work with before February 1st. Going to be an exciting run. Going to be very exciting. Uh, shout out to everyone in the comments. Shout out to everyone listening. We'll be back on Thursday. Oh, Christopher with a last second super chat. Last second. Are you concerned with two freshman wide receivers starting with Jimmy Horn in the slot? I think Quay Davis or another portal wide receiver is needed. I mean, they're going after Tesla. They went after Broden. They're, they're going to get another one. Up. Yeah. yeah. They'll get another one in the transfer portal. Um, Cephas uh, is out there. Yep. Cephas still out there. So, no, I'm not worried. I haven't been worried since the day Coach Prime was hired. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> um, from the H family, is the spring game open to the public? If so, do you know the date so I can book my flight to CEO? Man, I wish I knew the date. I um, love that this is a thing. No one has ever asked that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wish I knew the date, though, because I'm trying to plan some stuff around that time, too. So People trying to book their trip out for the spring game is music to my ears. It's But it, it will be open to the yes. public and likely free. Mm -hmm. um, so And likely broadcast on ESPN. Jackson State's game was broadcast on ESPN. Beautiful thing. Love it. Uh, this is, this is it, man. Last call for last second questions for the next few days. I think that might be it though. Let's um, wrap it up. Yep. Shout out to everyone watching and listening. We'll be back on Thursday, guys. Hit that like button on the way out. Skull buffs. <laughs> Skull buffs. <laughs>